Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to The Public Record. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to me on Radio Nope on Tuesday night. The Tuesday night is the time when I am here. And you know that. If you tuned in, you know that. Or, or you know, one hopes. One certainly hopes. Anyway, um, I'm winging things what should not be wong again this week. Um, actually, I did do a little, I had a little germ of an idea and decided to run with it. So that germ of an idea has to do with horns. So um, you might say tonight's show is rather horny. Get it?
Saturn for the blues with the eyes. I didn't play fair, I was Bianca The stakes were getting high She started melting when I was melting I thought I'd just go along for the ride I knew the ice queen I knew the ice queen Stranglers here on the public record with Ice Queen. For that, we heard Adam Ant with Desperate But Not Serious. Rolling Stones did Shake Your Hips. Fleetwood Mac did Tusk. And The Damned started us off with Street of Dreams. All songs prominently featuring horns. Horn sections or single horns. Um, you know, horny stuff. Horny music. That Yeah, that joke's already old. Okay, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm not doing... I'm not going to make that joke anymore. Thanks for tuning in, uh, if in fact you have. If you haven't, you're not listening to me, so I don't know why I'm talking to you. Um, you know, that, that I, I just got this, you know, like this thing in my head about, you know what? I, I, I like music with horns in it, and so should you, so there. And it's funny, it's like the breadth of, of uh, stuff, you know, different styles of music, different styles of pop music that have featured horns. I mean, obviously, you go to, like, big band jazz. It's all about the horns, right? I'm, but but I'm talking, like, rock, pop, soul, funk, disco, uh, goth, goth punk, <laughs> uh, new wave, um, whatever. Horns, they show up. And, um, and I dig it. So that's what I'm doing. Ah. <sighs> My my leg hurts. That's that's a thing I'm sharing right now is that my leg hurts, and and you you can't do anything about it. Um, but you know, just if I'm cranky, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I'm not gonna be cranky. I'm playing music. Uh, this will make me feel better. How about that? I'll play some of this. <laughs>
climb aboard my magic carpet and let us take a ride to the oasis of our minds. Come on!
can't do a show focused on like songs that need the horns, like the, where the horns are the are the thing. They're the magic, or a big part of the magic that's going on in the song, uh, and not play pick up the pieces. I just don't think you can do it. So that's what I just played. Average white band pick up the pieces. Before that, the full version of Open Sesame by Cool and the Gang. Tower of Power did What is Hip. And Earth, Wind, and Fire with Getaway. So they're right there. There's like four songs with iconic horn sections. I mean, just Earth, Wind, and Fire and Tower of Power. Their horn sections were so beloved that they ended up playing on all kinds of other people's records. Um, You know, uh, heck, Earth, Wind, and Fire horns played on a Genesis album. Yeah. I think I have that song in here somewhere. Maybe I should play it later. Hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. I don't know. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record, the the horn show, the blowhard show. Hey, yeah. It's it's blowhard music for a blowhard on the radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. As as always, I am here on Tuesday nights. Um, so I have, a, I have an old, old friend um, who was in an iconic... Um, East Bay, you know, San Francisco Bay Area, East Bay, uh, ska band. And one of the things I loved about his band, um, when I first encountered them when I was in high school, um, was their horns. And after getting to be, you know, I was a fan of the band. And then many years later, he and I got to know each other and became friends. And, and I asked him one time, I was like, you know, how did you, how did you pull that off? And he said, barely, um, Basically, trying to keep a three-piece horn section a going concern in that band was kind of what undid the band. Um, Because their music just didn't really work without the horns. And um, keeping horn players was just difficult because, you know, (laughs) they don't get to write many songs. Like, they they get to write their own parts and do their own arrangements, that kind of stuff. But, you know, they might be in a given song. They might be, you know, standing there dancing back and forth with horn stab, horn stab, you know, rehearsals and gigs and all that stuff kind of gets tiring and it's hard to keep that, that, that lineup together. But anyway, this is a song from uh, one iteration of the band and it's one of my favorites of theirs. This is the Uptones. Excuse me, so which way do we go? I must have made a wrong turn a mile ago What's this? No one can answer Maybe someone in the supermarket Else and else of blouse and cars Stacks and stacks of plastic waste Excuse me, man, which way do we go? Yeah. Not from 
The English Beat with Tears of a Clown cover song of, uh, um, oh my, Smokey Robinson, The Miracles. Um, before that, the specials with Ghost Town, Madness did One Step Beyond, and the Uptones started us off with Not From Here. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record, 
It's a Tuesday night, and that about kills the first hour of this show. It's dead now. It won't be coming back. My voice is a little wonky tonight. I'm, I'm noticing that in the headphones. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Probably fatal. <laughs> it's, it's kind of my my luck these days. So I had a procedure last week. I, I had needles inserted into my spine um, to try and eliminate the pain that I've been having in my back uh, to confirm that um, there's a couple of inflamed nerves that are the culprit behind all this pain. Um, and it, it looks like hmm, diagnosis confirmed. Um, pain was gone for three and a half, four days and started like raging back this morning. That was awesome, by the way. Thank you. Um, it's kind of funny. It's actually the doctor warned me. He said, now just, just remember it's going to feel a lot better and then it's going to feel really bad again. Um, so there we go. (sighs) Aging is not for the timid of heart. So maybe that's why I'm into this, like, the the horn music, because it's, like, it kind of makes me feel good. Like, it puts me in a good mood. Particularly when I, like, do the cool ska tunes or the the fun funk stuff. So um, I'm going to do more of that. This is The Upsetters on the public record.
Check ground zero, every move is starring you And the world will turn to flowing pink papers too Every move is starring you 
zeros and his movie starring you And the world will turn to slow and big papers too
I've ever played actually no this is interesting so within the same show tonight I played two tracks that have tuba on them <laughs> that was hot shots with Snoopy versus the Red Baron their cover of that song um, which has a tuba in it and in my first set tonight I played Tusk by Fleetwood Mac which features the um, um USC Trojans marching band, which, um, of course includes at least one tuba player. I think several actually. So yes, tonight was the night that I broke my tuba cherry. <laughs> Before hot shots, dancehall crashers did pickup lines, uh, fishbone with party at ground zero and the upsetters with return of Django. Um, I have a soft spot in my heart for dancehall crashers. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a huge, fan of all their songs um but i have a soft spot in my heart for the band because um two guys that are like dear friends of mine were original members of of that not original members but early members of that band one original member and one early member um uh the drummer was uh, my best friend in junior high and high school and um all the way through school he always talked about i want to play the drums i want to play the drums and his his father just was not having it like his father basically felt like if you play a musical instrument you you're you're doing unspeakable harm to the universe and and so he didn't do it he didn't pick it up until he was in college and and found out that he was pretty good um and that's how he ended up in the dance hall crashers and then uh my pal jamie uh who i played in a band with for years um he ended up the second guitar player in dance hall crashers so um and it was sort of funny about Jamie. Jamie, when we were playing bands together, um, if 
he was perfectly content uh, if there was no one there at the show. Like five people in the audience was totally awesome for him um, because he, he got frightened in front of crowds. He got really, really nervous. And we had one gig one time um, in Berkeley where we were opening for a major, fairly major touring act. And um, it was at a club. I mean, it's not a big venue, like a place I think held about 300 people. And, um, and it was sold out. And he, we had to lock him in um, what I think was like the janitor's mop sink closet backstage in the club to keep him from running away because he was so scared. Um, we had to barricade him into the closet. So the irony of that is, is that he ends up going and playing with the dance hall crashers in front of literally thousands of people. And he's totally fine with that. So, <laughs> bastard, <laughs> I'm Joe public. You're listening to the public record here on radio. Nope. Thank you for tuning in it, tuning in, stumbling over my words tonight. Voice sounds weird. Mouth's all mushy. Maybe that's why I'm not into the too much talking tonight. More interested in the playing of the music. I'm going to drift away from that ska thingy for a little bit and go to now for something completely different. This is Roxy Music with some footsteps. I think there's a car door or something here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm not saying that David Bowie and Prince were holding the universe together, but it kind of seemed like, uh, doesn't it seem like everything kind of fell apart when they died? Uh, David Bowie, Young Americans, and I'll explain why he's in there in that set uh, after I get through talking about what else I played. Uh, Duran Duran with Rio, Japan with Swing, and Roxy Music started us off with Love is the Drug. So, what do those all folks all have in common? Well, with the exception of Roxy Music, everybody in that bundle was kind of trying to copy Roxy Music. Um, you know, Japan, it's really obvious. You listen to any Japan album other than um, their their last their last album, um, which it started to become more of what David Sylvian, their singer, started to do in his his solo career later was more more of a um, kind of soundscape, atmospheric um, kind of. Uh, oh, I, I don't know what to say how, how to put this like ambient type of music and less rock oriented. Um, but before that, I mean, Japan's records just, I mean, they screamed, we want to be Roxy music, um, did some cool, innovative stuff that was totally their own and made it their own. I mean, even, even as a musician, if you try and just clone what somebody else is doing, it will inevitably come out your own because you're different. You know, you've got your own quirks or whatever. And then Duran Duran, they they aspired to Roxy music dumb, but they also were inspired by Japan. So they're sort of like Roxy music once removed kind of thing at that point in their career. And that Bowie song I played because it's got a great sax part in it, and I'm, I'm all about the horns um, tonight. Uh, but it's not in, in his post-glam period... Uh, that record's maybe the le- less Roxy music-y than a lot of the other ones. Um, definitely less so than um, the Station to Station album or uh, Heroes, which are full-on. <laughs> and one could argue um, his uh, his uh, Let's Dance album is f- full of it kind of passed through Roxy Music stuff. I mean, it's almost as like David Bowie was looking back and he's like, okay, Japan, Spenda, Ballet, Duran Duran. I can do that. And he did. And with and bigger hits than they ever had with it as well. So there you go. That explains what I was doing. Hope you just enjoyed the music. I'm Joe Public. You're listening to The Public Record here on Radio Nope uh, Tuesday night. This is what I do on Tuesday night. If you can't make it, um, you've got a pressing engagement or it's just too darn late for you. Uh, you can always tune in on your favorite podcasting platform because I'm there too. Just uh, tickle the keystrokes to spell out the public record. Um, and then be a little diligent because none of these platforms are particularly good for doing searches or finding things. Although I, I will give a shout out to um, Overcast, which is my favorite podcast platform. Um, I just find it easier to find things. I used to like Stitcher a lot. Stitcher kind of bummed me out because they were almost always late. Um, there's certain things that I wanted to listen to that were sort of time, uh, oriented podcasts, you know, like they they were less interesting to listen to a day after they'd posted. Um, and it always seemed like they were always a day late. So I got tired of Stitcher. 
But, you know, whichever one, whichever way you want to do it, man, that's the way you should do it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to come on mic again. I may just blast on through here. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then if you want to find out what I played, you got to go like, look at the radio note website, or you're going to have to, and look me up, or you're going to have to look on Facebook and find my show page, or you're going to like, you know, have to find me when I'm walking my dog in my neighborhood. I don't know. All right, I am ready to not be sitting in a chair. This hip back thing is is actually kind of bugging the crap out of me. Um, so I'm just gonna roll into the more music. Um, this song is like maybe maybe my favorite um, horn song of all time. <laughs>
Modern really kitschy, get so macho when you're with 